All Except right. for that one episode that he... That was almost a year ago. I think almost yeah, pretty close I think to I a year ago. I saw the On This Date, whatever. Thing. On This Date. Oh, just destroyed a file. Jennifer Lawrence's asshole discussion was re- just destroyed. Oh, well. Hey, buddy. Hi, guy. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Um, yeah, dude. It's been a long time since we recorded. We got a ton yeah. of shit that just got in the way. It's not hey, for lack of trying. Life. Well, I didn't. I didn't try that hard. I, I, I did. I pretty much wrote you off. Me uh. and Jonah were planning our own thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not true. Jonah planning anything is pretty far fetched. We as will. It is. We will assassinate Nick. <laughs> but it was funny. Me, uh, me, Jonah, and Brendan decided to record for New Year's. And you know whose suggestion it was? The wife, the one that hates recording and everything about it. She's like, why don't you guys record your little show? She probably wanted you to get away from her. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, yeah, that's probably it. Just like, go go and go on the side and don't worry about anything. So, yeah, we counted down the new year and I'm sure that'll be posted soon enough. Got to edit all of Brendan's swears. And, you edit uh, Brendan's swears? No, I'm just fucking around. Um, but how have you been otherwise, man? You were sick. You got sick, better. Just getting over it. Uh, Amy's still dragging it. It was a busy holiday season at the restaurant, and uh... well, you were having a, a shit storm happening. You're what? What happened? You had to flood, the pipe burst. What the fuck was going on with your place? <laughs> oh, that one day, um... I felt how your anger through the internet. If that makes any sense, I wasn't angry. It just you know, it was one of those things. Um, it buried Amy's grandpa. Yeah, I'm that, sorry, and man. it had rest in peace. Uh, horrid day i mean it was i wish it was snowing but it wasn't it was like 30 and windy and raining that and freeze rain that yeah had. yeah so and we had the uh meet at the the funeral home and then uh go to the church so we would go from tinley park to orland park mm-hmm. then they bury him in elwood okay which is way out there and then we drove back to orland for the dinner where I get a call that there's three leaks in the roof at the restaurant. Um, then I get a call that I need to go into work. Who bailed on work? Just uh, employee or? Uh, we were down somebody, and then we were really busy because of the rain with deliveries. Mm-hmm. And he had nobody to help him, and so I came in. Shit. And while I was on my first delivery, I find out that the basement had flooded because the pump quit i was actually unaware that you guys even had a basement well it's oh, I... ba- oh the basement here yeah oh i thought you meant uh no no the the leaks in the here. roof at aurelio's and the basement here flooded too yeah then it, you probably haven't seen it because that's where i keep the bodies so is the water still down there right now no no I... everything good new pump and uh, uh not everything's good i mean we're still in the process because there was so much shit of uh putting you know, throwing stuff out, putting stuff in bins, seeing what's ruined, seeing what's not. I've been through that three times, and the, the most recent one is when Jonah lived at my house. And uh, the first year we lived there, the whole place flooded out, and I lost uh, probably over 2,000 comic strips that I had drawn. So, yeah, so much for the old shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I lost some old uh, uh, team wrestling picture. From my first or second year in wrestling. And uh, I had looked at it about a year ago when I was in the basement for something. And um, the team, the guys that are on that, 
I mean, it's like a who's who of, mm-hmm. you know, there's just, uh, oh, my God, I remember. Oh, my God, I forgot he was even on our, you know, like. Did you chuck it already? Yeah, it was trashed. Oh, uh, man, because I've, I've done flood restorations on photos. You know, you can always ask me. If there's something down there that you can salvage, happy to help. So Yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's yeah. not a big deal. It was just kind of cool looking at it. You For know? sure. Um. So, yeah, I mean. Dude. Dude, I mean, it was a rough, it was a rough day, and then uh, sounds like a whole rough winter break. It was a, you know, the 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 funeral service. We were sitting outside at the end at the at the, and the guy, the chaplain. My God, he basically had a t shirt and pants on, and he put his, you know, his like vestments on over that, and that was it. It was it was freezing. It was I was shivering. I remember that guy, day really well. It was shitty as hell out. So, and they had they gave him the twenty one gun salute, and uh, this guy said some really cool stuff about how. And there's you can read the history of the boat that. that I, and he posted on. it on uh, on your page, and if he I'm not he talked about how they were the greatest generation, and he's like he worked on this supply boat and uh, fought in the Pacific campaign. He goes, no supplies, no victory. He goes, the greatest generation. That's what it was really, it was really awesome to kind of experience the. So where my grandfather, he was in the Pacific campaign, and uh, it was nice because about. No, he wasn't. Ours was better. <laughs> no, it was about eight years ago that we uh, took him to Washington D.C. to see the World War II monu- uh, monument, which he would just, you know, the pictures and him salute and just the, the very um, somber treatment he gave it and everything, and he was. And it was really crazy because when we were there, there was a Japanese soldier from the Pacific campaign who fought for Japan at the monument and they took a picture together. And that still blows my mind. They shook hands and, you know, they just treated it as like, this is something that we went through in our lives when we were younger men. It was, it was an amazing feeling just to be in the audience for something that well, incredible, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? Respect for your enemy. Oh, dude, it was it, it brought chills down my spine. You know, there was no anger or animosity. It was a, a shake hand, and it was a, just amazing because we didn't expect to see that. So, um, I've I, actually, um, and I've heard this a couple times from people, and I'd love to. <clears throat> I've thought of writing a screenplay. I got the idea first out in California. A guy told me about it. He worked at a, a liquor store, and a guy that would come in every now and again. Um, he had spoken to him over the years, <clears throat> and he was a American citizen in Japanese internment camp. Okay, <clears throat> and um, his brother had gone to Japan to visit family, and the war broke out, and he got basically pulled into the army. He had to go into the army. In Holy Japan. shit! Just think and about that. I wow. thought about taking it a step further and s- making it two brothers on opposite sides. Um, <laughs> that maybe came across each other at some point. And I was trying to get this guy to let me interview him and hear his story, and he didn't want to. Yeah, you know, we, we actually interviewed my gramps. And my uh, unfortunately, I love my grandpa. He is he's suffering from um, mild-onset Alzheimer's right now. So he's repeating himself a lot. He can't grasp um, the exact memories and everything. But we did record him a couple years back. And just hearing the stories from any World War II veteran is Dude, it's it's crazy. Just mm-hmm. like the things that they'd experienced. But one of the things he always brought back was, you know, we just celebrated Christmas and had all this food and everything. And like every every citizen he saw during the Island Hop campaign of kids that were um, 
bloated because they were starving and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the American troops would get in trouble, absolute trouble, if they ever fed any of the, the civilians. But he said him and his friends used to sneak into uh, town and they would bring food to the kids. And, I, you know, stuff like that. This shit sounds like a fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. It's, it's just nuts. So, man, we're lucky that uh, we we can just look at this as stories. You know what I'm saying? Like that that must have been just a fucking shitty time to live through. Yeah, it was it was it was. I'm fascinated with World War Two and I'm always fat. Amy's always like, why are you always watching this stuff again? Oh, it's again? amazing. And because there's. I've learned something new. I learn something new all the time. There was mm-hmm. always something I didn't know. I didn't know about Hitler. I didn't know about uh, the Japanese uh, general. I didn't know, you know what I mean. So I'm always finding like little stories out about the stuff. And it was, it was, it was a righteous war. It was good against evil. So, I mean, it truly was, and that's you know why World War II is so fascinating to me too. Why? What is Amy's uh, grand granddad's full name? Harold Richardson. A corporal or uh, uh i don't know he was in the navy uh, how about just a quick moment of silence for him thank you very much i can't, yeah, I can't not talk that long yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that long but you know god bless you sir um, yeah he was a good man he was a very good man and amy was his favorite he told me many times <laughs> how many grandkids <laughs> he got a lot <laughs> you he got a lot he would you're be the gra- best. he'd grab me on the side and just kind of go he'd be like Amy's my favorite. Take good care of her. Thanks a lot, Grandpa. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, man. The, since we've last spoke, uh, the last episode we did, which was awesome, we talked about Trump and building a wall and all this other fun shit. Wall. Um, build a wall around her face, I think, is what you said. I'm still laughing at that, like, weeks later. Um, a lot of stuff has happened just today. I got our, our good friends in North Korea decided to test a nuclear missile. Uh, this last week, we got cattle ranchers uh, taking over federal ground in uh, Oregon. Yep. Um, what else? Obama uh, did an executive order and uh, did a further extension of background checks and uh, something about redefining what a dealer is for guns, uh, gun shows and stuff like that. So a lot of... Uh, NRA members are quite pissed off at uh, Obama, but, I mean, that's what he's going to do. Uh, what else has gone on in the last fucking week? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Did I, I miss track. any of the big ones? Like, Wait, holy didn't shit. I text you something that we got to talk about? I texted you. I, it's like, it's crazy. I don't oh, know. I wanted to talk about Bill Cosby, too. Like, oh, because oh, oh, we got to get a Bill Cosby impersonation. Uh, 2016. She's uh, sending me to jail. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's 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 nonstop, and I just I don't know what to even start with. I mean, uh, I th- maybe the the cattle one because you put up a post which I found quite enlightening. Uh, yeah, I didn't really know what they were protesting. I mean, I you know I can give you the short version of the story. I I, I read it all. So. Yeah, no, I read that. I read that yeah. thing, and I essentially the two the the father and the brother, mm-hmm. the Bundys. No, not all Bundys. Bundys. No, you mean the Hammonds? Yeah. Yes. Uh, had set a fire. Yes, arson. Is what they the were charged with arson. Was, they yeah. set a fire on their property. Um, that started another fire. Um, and then while they were on probation, was it? No, they got okay. So the judge, there's a minimum sentence for arson. You're, you're going uh, past it. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Things. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, because then they had another point where there was there was a wildfire, and they actually set a 
brush for which I don't know if everyone knows this, but sometimes they fight fire with fire. Absolutely, yeah. Where they set the the, the backfire. Common to, practice in to, California. Actually. So they set a backfire to keep their crops from being burned, mm. and then they were sentenced to two years. Yeah, they were some extensive sentence, and then it was thrown out because it was the the next judge said those are you know. It's not like they set someone's house on fire. They set a fire to, you know, so the, he he lowered their sentences. They served their sentences. Yes. Then the courts decided that they were going to. It wasn't the court bring that decided, them back it was, to. It was a federal prosecutor. Uh, there's a statute. There's a there's actually minimums, uh, sentence minimums, and the sentence minimum for that. Well, crime, a court has to declare it. A prosecutor yeah, yeah. can't just say you go back to jail. Well, no, it's, he brought it up, and the court overturned. Yeah, yeah a so, court yeah, decided. So. So it wasn't double jeopardy. That's what the big thing about it was. Like even they turned themselves back in, and they're serving their time. So they're they're going along with the court order. They turned themselves in. So there was no big to do about you know how dare you because it was an oversight on the judge that gave them the minimum, uh, even more minimal sentence. Regardless of the facts, the judge couldn't say it. It only says five years, but I'm going to give you two. The judge doesn't have the power to do that, and that's what the federal prosecutor went through. So um, don't have to agree with it, but they should have got five years in the first place, and that was what the big hubbub was about. So I want to know why the Bundys are still there now. Uh, are the Bundys involved in this? Yes. The uh, picture my wife sends me. Is this from upstairs? Yeah. You know you could come down, honey. It's all good. Ah, oh, shit. She can talk about the Bundy ra- Uh The... the <laughs> These are the guys that took over the Oregon place. Yeah, so they moved into some bird and wildlife. (laughs) In protest of this this thing. They Um, said it was unjust and the United States government is encroaching on these lands, which, if you really want to get technical about it, the U.S. government owned these lands. Yeah. They were theirs. They were theirs and they're theirs. So, you know, you can say that. Uh oh, she texting you naked pictures now? No, she's just right. making faces at me. <laughs> you could you could bitch and moan, but I mean they were federal land. So I'm I'm kind of clueless now as to why they're still there. Because they were protesting their release, but even they, the Hammonds, the guys that are being put back in jail, said they do not represent us. Well, I I I I compared them to the protesters in baltimore and ferguson yeah and even chicago i mean maybe chicago since they're they actually the guy the the cop in chicago was indicted yet they protest Mm -hmm. the guys accepted their sentence yet they protest you know the the black lives matter go out on highways and stop traffic Mm -hmm. illegally these guys go and Take over a federal a f- building, a federal building, illegally. An empty federal building. <laughs> well, yeah, still, still federal um, building. But- the the protesters or rioters or whatever you want to call them use weapons. You know, to they throw bottles and bricks and you you know start fires. These guys have guns. What's the fucking difference between them? I don't understand. You you, dis, you disavow all protesting. You think it's stupid? No, yeah. I think I think. Uh, I think caring is stupid, but I. <laughs> <laughs> You're making T-shirts by the day. All right. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I think a, a, an organized protest with a, a 
understood message and a, you know a reason to be there and a, and a actual plan other than to stand there and yell. I mean, these fucking idiots that go into restaurants and fucking you know people are eating brunch and they go in and just start yelling at them, mm-hmm. um, and nothing happens to them. I don't understand this that we're so afraid of these people that protest, and I think it's idiotic because. And has any of these protests made you feel more sympathetic to the cause? No, because there's assholes on both sides of when the they, thing. But yeah. when they disrupt the everyday people, when they were trying to stop people from shopping yeah. for Christmas, yeah. or when they stand on the five. I don't know. You've never driven in L.A., I don't think. I've driven in L.A. three times, okay. and it was awful. Yeah. So you've seen. It was awful. And the commute home can be. You know, you could you could travel ten miles and it could take you an hour and a half. Ugh. And you're trying to get home, and these idiots are standing on the highway, and nothing happens to them. Still, well, the claims that they say, like I, I, and they've said this, and even though uh, the main guy um, told his brother basically to shut up, he goes, uh, the Bundy brother, the younger brother of this group that took over this wildlife preserve federal building, he said. Uh, we're basically willing to die here. And all I keep asking, like, what are you, what is your cause? Like, you, the if it's the Hammonds, they're going back to jail. There's nothing going to stop that. They're not going to get released from jail. The, it, the case has been decided. They had their day in court. They were found guilty. Let it alone. So I'm trying to figure out now what what's your cause. You know, just like I, the Black I, Lives I, Matter I, movement, you can say like, okay, what do you guys, what, what do you want done? The, the officer was indicted in Chicago, right? Yeah. That happened. What do you want done? What, what else do you, would you like done right now? Yeah. And, you know, the, the main difference, I think, and that was the question, what's the difference? Yeah. I, I think the main difference between this scenario, a, a lot of people are asking, why the fuck is the federal government not sending in some sort of... <laughs> troop to take these they took over a federal building if this if this was a federal post office and there was actual people there and they went yeah, in with guns they, i think this would be a lot different a, of a they're scenario they're in an abandoned yes bird sanctuary <laughs> there's the so difference you want you want my opinion on how to address this go right ahead don't do a fucking thing no don't let camera crews up there no they're already kind of stopped yeah it's like a mile don't and a half let, circle don't around let the place. reporters up there ignore them Ignore them. What are they? What are? Just leave. Okay, you're gonna go into this. Okay, and in the winter they're going. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'll talk to you in the spring when it, if it matters. And <laughs> here's what they apparently are doing. They're just blocking off the roads. They're putting them uh, blockades so the guys can't get food and and all this. Like, all right, you want to take over a federal building? We're not going to come in and shoot you. You're eventually going to come out. Yeah. You're not going to stay there in the middle of winter in a bird sanctuary and eat zagnut bars. It's not going to happen. So yeah. The, the Black Lives Matters movement, I think the big difference is that there is a lot more potential for dangerous stuff to happen when you're in a, a city area because there's a lot more people around. Yeah. Uh, so if you're, bro- if you're blocking the five in Los Angeles and one person throws a rock or one person has a gun and one bullet goes off. I'd run the blockade. You, you, I'd, call their, I'd call their bluff. You, you better do, believe somebody's going to hit the gas. I'd do about 80 at them. I bet they move. If one guy stuck out a gun and pointed it at you, if that they were blocking traffic, and just that threat, man, you better believe somebody's going to hit the gas and duck. You know what I'm saying? These guys, and I'm not saying it's right or anything, they're in a bird sanctuary and they're not 
as of yet, pointing their guns at anybody because there's nobody to point their guns at. I mean, they're the birds. <laughs> they, they'll eventually come out. And Luke's right. I'm saying this right now. Just leave them alone, and they'll go away. Just ignore them. I hate the fact that they got this weird cause, and that it, somebody was pointing out their their cause had nothing to do with the Hammonds. They're just trying to rile this malicious spirit or something oh, like come that. Come on, give you, me a break. Eh, I don't give know. me a break. Stop caring. <laughs> don't give a fuck. Well, uh, they're still there, so we'll uh, we'll update you in the next episode. Um, just like Donald Sterling, we'll update you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give you an update. Let Fuck. you know if they're still in the bird I can't. Stage. I, I, I just <laughs> like yeah. Jonah waiting in a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the other one you want to talk about. I want. I actually can I can I go on a little rant real quick about Bill Cosby? Sure. I'm I'm getting sick and tired of people uh, defending Bill Cosby um, over and over and over again. And Who's defending him over and over? Oh, over right over. now the last one was Eddie Griffin. And he's a stand-up comic. Uh, and a lot of these uh, entertainers uh, who happen to be black comedians are saying that Bill Cosby, it's a conspiracy, essentially. And it's just another way to take another prominent black figure down. And I'm as liberal as they come, but you're out of your fucking You're mind. not as liberal as they come. It, it, dude, this is... You're not as liberal as they come. Eh. Come on. I'm, I'm middle of the come road. On. I like you and think. I would not be friends if you were as liberal as they come. <laughs> We'd still be friends. No, we wouldn't. You wouldn't do a show together. <laughs> You'd still invite me. If in you were as liberal as they come, you wouldn't let me speak. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. I'm just going to put my mic on for the rest of the episode. It'll sound really weird, but I'll have my day in the sun finally. No, I, I'm getting tired of this this notion that there's some sort of fucking conspiracy behind Bill Cosby. I was listening to a very liberal show on uh, the Progressive Talk Radio in Chicago called The Family Meeting. And it's run by uh, two black hosts, and they talk about African-American issues. And it's a fun show. It's, it's funny to listen to. But they were going on That about, sounds like fun. It's actually really good. I would recommend anybody listen to it. It's usually on uh, Saturday afternoons. So when I'm I'll driving, I listen to it. Write it down. Family, I'll write that down. The family meeting. I'll That's set what it's time called. aside to do that. But here's the thing, right? They were going on. He's like, just because Bill Cosby allegedly did all these things shouldn't take away the good that the Cosby show is. The Cosby Show should have not been taken off the air. This was their argument. It might even be your argument that the Cosby Show still belongs on the air. But if what they're saying about this dude is true, he was he was basically raping people before the Cosby Show ever aired. It was back in the 70s and everything like that. They're saying, well, just because he might be a horrible person, you shouldn't disavow his art. And I'm going against that grain. I'm like, no, why would we want to see a dude that's allegedly raped over 50 people on the air because you can feel good about your sitcom. Fuck that show. Because it's funny. Well, you know what? In hindsight, when I see Jared from Subway, I doesn't make me want to get a Subway sandwich. You know what Did I'm it saying? make you want to get a Subway sandwich before? I thought maybe I could lose some weight. But no, it didn't make me want to get a Subway sandwich before. Okay. I just don't understand what this defense if is coming about. If you really like the show, you can watch the show. You can watch it on Netflix. You can still get it. You can do it on Hulu, but I don't. What's what? They're doing this rally to get the show back on the. Well, end. you know, I, I, it, it, there's a there's a fine line between the yeah, you don't really want to see it. You shouldn't reward the guy. You shouldn't be getting the royalties. To, that's kind of my point. To, but here's here's uh, something that, and this will tie into what I want to talk about next. Okay. Um, 
But there's that fine line between, you know, oh, we, we shouldn't see a show, we shouldn't reward them. But then it's the people that people that don't eat Chick-fil-A because they don't like their politics. People that don't <laughs> watch certain actors because they don't. There's actors that I absolutely love that I hate their fucking politics. Mm-hmm. I hate their choices. I hate their lifestyle. I hate their uh, the things that they stand for. Okay. Okay. But I just go, well, they're, but they're a good actor, and I'm watching this to be entertained. Okay. Okay. Um, the next thing is Bill Cosby has not been found guilty. No. No, he hasn't. Yet, as a society, the minute someone's accused, they become guilty and they got to prove their innocence. Well, I agree with you up to a certain degree in that because when it first came out, I was like, all right, this might be a money grab or something like that. But they were looking at the viewpoint this was a prominent black figure trying to be taken down. Not only have white people come forward against Bill Cosby, black people have come forward against Bill Cosby. I don't think, I don't think it's a racial thing. So yeah, I yeah, really so, don't want to discuss that because yeah. that will just make me angry because <laughs> everything is not racial. Right. Bill Cosby is a conservative guy, so probably more white people like him than black people. Um, Ooh, I don't know about that. Well, he, he was loved by all. The he was loved the, by me, that's for sure. I, the moral of the story is... That's right. I don't not watch the Cosby show because um, Bill Cosby, you know, probably drugged and slipped his jello pudding pop to many women. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't like when you snore when I'm raping you. Um, <laughs> it had to happen. <laughs> if I was a fan, a big fan of the Cosby, I like the Cosby show. I, I think it's dated. I think show. it's dated now. I think I've seen every episode of the um, Cosby show. So. But if I was a big fan, I wouldn't not watch it. I think I would. If I was, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't watched it in years. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I watched it when it was on the TV. I, I, like, I, I'm a big fan of The Office. Yeah. If they found out that John Krasinski was a raped a woman a while back, I would still watch the show. You know, saying that out loud it probably makes me agree with that sentence. I would probably still watch The Office, but, you know, the stigma of Bill Cosby, he was one of the best. He was the show. It's got his name on the forefront of it, his pictures on the show. Jim from The Office is just an insulary character amongst the entire ensemble. I think that's the big thing. He was, he is the show. And I don't think that any money should be going to Bill Cosby any longer. And, to be honest, because you man, assume he's guilty. Now I think he's guilty. Two thousand four. Uh, I, he, I the statute of limitations just about to run out. That was my next point. That Bill Cosby's going back to court. Yeah, making... I think he's guilty, but until he's proven guilty, I just kind of sit back and make jokes about him, mm. and I don't think that he should be punished or vilified before the mm. before the case is seen in court. I'll punish him. I'll vilify. Um, I'm sick and tired of people defending them, saying it's a conspiracy. I don't defend them. All right. I just, but that that brings up my next point. Are you watching Making of a Murderer? No, I want to. I've heard about it. Um, there's a big to do really about that show. Explain it to me. What's makes, it about? <laughs> it's the true story of a man named Stephen Avery. Okay, who spent 18 years in prison for a a crime he did not commit. Okay, he essentially was not framed, but evidence pointed elsewhere. And because of personal feelings, a lot of that evidence seemed to be pushed aside, forgotten about, not mentioned, not brought up. Um, He spent 18 years in prison. While he was in prison, the guy who actually did the crime raped two more women. Oh. uh, Was finally caught, actually, actually admitted to the crime, 
a cop in this another city called them and said, you may have a guy in jail for this crime. This guy's admitting to it. And they ignored the call. Okay. Um, big to do. The guy gets uh, out of prison. He gets uh, released on the uh, Operation uh, Innocence Project or whatever. Okay. Um, gets out. So and he's he's essentially white trash. He's up in Wisconsin with his family. They run a salvage yard. Um, they, then, and I don't want to give are we the spoiling? story away because it's ten episodes. We give you spoilers. Um, it's spoilers yeah, it coming up. Be, spoilers coming. I want to hear Luke. He then spoilers. is charged with a murder. Okay, so he gets out of prison. Yeah. And now he's recharged with a murder, with, with a murder. different murder, completely yeah. different. All the at the beginning, all the evidence looks like he did it. Okay, now they're starting to kind of like pick the thing apart, and they're showing the interviews of the witnesses, especially the one witness was short of being mentally challenged, but I, it's not a stretch if I say he's dumb as a fucking stump. <laughs> And an immature kid. All right. Like, he's, like, 15. And they basically said the words to him, this is what happened, now repeat it, essentially. That's what they said. You you want to be do what's right? Repeat the, you know, say it. They co- It's, and we're only five episodes. Sounds like the hurricane. Five episodes of ten in. It absolutely. It makes us angry. It makes me... But this dude is presumed. They're showing the news reports, and they're just rip calling him the face of evil and all this stuff, presuming him guilty. And all this time, he's going, I'm, "I didn't do anything. I didn't. There, I'm being framed." And his even his lawyer was like, "Originally, I'm like, oh, he's being framed, blah blah blah." But then he starts finding things out, like ridiculous shit, like shit that they would have on a hour long uh, Law and Order because they got to wrap it up. Neat. Mm-hmm. This is the stuff they're finding. Like, oh my god, they actually found this. Like, so we're not, I don't know what happens. He's still, so he's still going to trial. I don't want to find out what happened. Um, but there are two things, and I've been a big defender of police, um, but sure. this really makes me upset with that department. Not all police, but it really kind of opens my eyes to what they're capable of. Certain people, if they're they're not good people, okay? So that's one thing I'm certain of is that People are capable of some really evil shit. I mean, they basically put this guy away for 18 years for because they didn't like him. Um, secondly, one thing I am sure of, there are no good-looking people in Wisconsin. <laughs> Sorry, you Mom should, Dad. <laughs> you should see these fucking people. Uh, dude, dude, you should see these fucking people. Packer fans, all of them? I... <laughs> there ain't a handsome one in the bunch. Yeah, well, I, um, so just real quick, does the story is the story like ongoing, or has it been decided and this is the rest of the show? So, like, I think the case is there a second season? Coming? No, 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 no. It's a, it right. was the 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 person that recorded it. it originally, I think was supposed to be a one episode type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, while they were doing this. He got charged with the second murder, and they kept going. Ooh. And it took him 10 years to... Holy shit. ...put this whole thing together. All right. Totally watching that. Um, Very... Oh, PC principles, huh? Leslie, shut up! <laughs> um, 
it's interesting. It's making me angry. Like we're watching it, and I'm going. Wah. I'm watching him like interview somebody. I'm like, that's totally coercion. That is so illegal. Like I'm watching this and they're not going, this is coercion. Watch. They're showing it and we're going, that's, oh my God, they're so bad. Well, you know, they, they often say like, at least what I've heard my whole life growing up is there's nothing worse than a bad person posing as a good person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It really, it really, there's so many layers of people that I'm going, wow, that guy's a scumbag, too. Yeah. This Look at this guy's a scumbag. Bill Cosby did it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Unless there's a 10-episode documentary about him. Oh. It'll be called Pudding Disaster. Yeah, he dances at the beginning. Making a pudding. I'm going to dance in a sweater. <laughs> Oh, uh, I sent you something that we were supposed to talk about, I think. No, you didn't. I did. Did not. Did, too. It's good to see you, buddy. Um, let's see. When's the last time I texted Luke? It was there today. was a thing on the radio today about who is a better player, Griffey, or Griffey Jr. or Maddox. Wait, how is that it. even a comparison? Because there's two different positions. I mean, well, they were saying like who is a better overall ball player. Okay, Griffey's a better hitter. Maddox is a better pitcher. That's but I mean, you know, when you look at it, and they were like, who would you rather have on the team? They were talking about because the Hall of Fame. Like, would Griffey get as many votes as Maddox got? Uh, I if it was me, and I was a huge Ken Griffey Jr. fan, especially in uh, I believe it was like 1993, 1994, when him and Frank Thomas started getting in the home run races and stuff like that. I mean, Ken Griffey Jr. had one of the the best swings I've ever seen. It was just this natural. It didn't look like there was any power behind his swing. It just looked like a free flow, and the ball yeah, always it went was over. smooth. It was just so smooth. So, uh, if I had to pick, though, I'd put Maddox on my team because I've always been a guy. Okay, Maddox is <laughs> eighteen wins. Griffey might have a hot streak here, and a, but they you, they you're going to get more wins out of a pitcher. They put up a five year stretch of Griffey numbers, and they were they were like picked Maddox's best five years, and then Griffey's best five year stretch, mm-hmm. and Griffey's numbers were. Phenomenal. Would over you pick a five years? No, no. Yeah, Greg Maddox is your favorite pitcher, so you might be a little bit biased on this one. Greg Maddox is my favorite player. Yeah, but I also think Greg Maddox is the because I love Reed Johnson too, and he's a fu- he was a fucking utility guy, you know, or mm. a, a fourth outfielder. But in my opinion, Greg Maddox is the the greatest pitcher of our generation. Did he ever have a twenty win season? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't because Burley never even had. A he never threw a no hitter. That was That's he threw a bunch of one hitters. How about we go to uh, the uh, executive orders? Are you are you one of the staunch GOP that is very upset with President Barack Obama? Besides, you know, like normal days, are you mad that he did an executive order? Um, about so what he did was, if I believe he uh, did an executive order that commanded that you have to expand the background checks for individuals. I don't know what yeah, that entails. I don't know the whole. And then I, a lot of people were saying like uh, very minor of the road stuff. people were basically saying it was basically a do nothing. Uh, uh, it was sort of not like necessarily a, do nothing. It was more of the that's all he can really do. It says, OK, you have to look further into background checks and you have to close the gun show loophole whatever that yeah, is yeah that's fine and it's reclassifying so I'll, I'll throw this right down i 
I go to hand tool shows and I sell stuff at the shows occasionally to a guy that's looking to buy a tool. I realize this is not even in the same fucking caliber as a gun, no pun intended, but I'm not supposed to sell a screwdriver to a guy that wants a screwdriver. He has to go through the proper channels in order to get it. But if a guy's like, hey, dude, can you smell me a screwdriver real quick? I need one for my toolbox. All right, give me five bucks. You know, it's, mm. it's nothing nefarious or anything. Right. But you could see, how, I know it's not, again, it's not the same scenario, but it's very easy for somebody to go, hey, man, hook me up. And I'm not saying every <laughs> gun person, there's, there's checks and balances, but, but I will that, bet doing that less is than a, 1% Doing will, that is illegal, right? What I'm doing? No, no. What they're doing. Like if somebody comes up and says, hey, man, let me buy this gun on the side. Here. Absolutely. Okay. So is changing the law going to make him not do that if it's already illegal? Um, maybe. Maybe it won't. I don't think it will. I mean, if it's already illegal. I don't, I, I'm not like Mr. Pro-Gun. I don't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, is saying, well, that's illegal now going to stop him from doing it if it was illegal before? Well, I'm, I'm going to assume that it. At some states, because I'm pretty sure Illinois is different because we got pretty hardcore gun laws. But Indiana, I don't know what Indiana's, Wisconsin, and any other border states are. It's very easy to just drive across state line and go to a gun show if you want it. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, you get we my, get my point. If somebody says, hey, you got a three-day waiting period for this Glock, but you can buy it from me. I'm not going to do a background check on you. You just, you know, I'll ship well, it to I, you. Well, I, we both I don't have know. said there should be fairly extensive background yeah. checks. So... I mean, I don't really, I don't really know or think he did it to anything terribly significant. My whole thing, and I, I'll, I, I don't like that he circumvents the checks and balances that are in place for important things like this, because there's certain things that you do an executive order and declare a day. They all do that shit. You do an executive order to maybe amend something that was minor. All right. Um, but for him to basically ignore what's in place, um, it, it does a couple things. One, it basically thumbs his nose at what is actually in place to make laws. Um, but importantly, if you care about what he did... It leaves it open for someone to come in and go, I'm executive ordering, getting the fuck rid of that. If yeah. I, if oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I, the executive order runs out the second the next president comes in. I mean, that's the way those work. I mean, a lot of people were pissed that he did an executive order to raise the federal minimum wage. Any federal employee is supposed to get paid a certain amount, I think like $10 or something. Like People went batshit. $10.10. Yeah, something like that. So. But that's I just yeah. I don't Again, I don't really the, the checks I, and balances. I, I yeah which I think is wrong I think for wrong for any president to do that for significant measures because I don't think that it I think it gives them per one person too much power. Well, I I would agree with you if he was breaking constitutional law, but a president can't. I mean, there's a reason he was able to do this executive order. Anybody that's out there saber rattling and saying he's uh, going against the Constitution doesn't know how fucking constitutional law works, so shut up. Just read a fucking book. I mean, I'm not. I'm not yeah. saber rattling. I'm saying <laughs> I didn't say it I was think you. it goes against what the, was put in place. The checks and balances. Yes, I mean, he's executive powers only go so far. That's why you're saying middle of the road people were saying, well, it was kind of like a do nothing thing because it really he can't do. He can never say, I'm 
not allowing gun sales. But it, it, you, know, you know what it, it reminded me of, and I is when he. It's like Trump saying, "I want to get whole, rid of all the Muslims." Before the whole gay marriage thing came to the forefront, and then he jumped on the board with it. Oh, he yeah. said he's a politician. He, he went. He went. I'm. I. I think that gay marriage should be legal, but I'm, I'm leaving a, it up to the states. I'm evolving as and a person. And I, I listened to all these people say how wonderful he was, and I'm like, he didn't do anything. He didn't do. He did he, nothing. He actually said exactly what every Republican candidate said. I don't, except it was just the first thing. I don't believe in gay marriage, but it should be a state issue. Yeah. He just did the reverse. Yeah, the and, first they, part. and I, I heard. I agree I, with you. He watched did say all that. these people yeah. go say how wonderful he was. How he's supporting gay marriage. He didn't support it. No, he didn't change anything. The one thing that they were saying, oh, he's so great because he said, I agree with it. You know, it's, it, yeah, it doesn't mean anything unless you do something about it. So that's it. what it reminded me of, sort of like a do nothing. Here, yeah. look at me. I care. Here's some fake tears. Um, you know, give me a fucking break. Cry. Give I know, me a I fucking know we have break. some very, very, very pro gun people that listen to the show. Feel free to write us in um, if you think this is the ultimate tyrannical move of the obama administration i've seen some memes today <laughs> i don't i don't think that like first they came for going, your guns i'm like he didn't get, what gun did he take i don't think it's going to do anything i don't think it's going to diminish violence i don't think it's going to stop people from getting guns that want guns they'll just have to wait a little bit longer i i i, I don't think it i don't think that if I, like all of a sudden we're going to be nonviolent. I th- do you agree that the guns are are a problem, or do you don't think they're a problem? I think they're a problem in the wrong hands. I think that illegal guns are more I mean, of a problem than. I mean, look at how many people have been shot in Chicago. I think seven thousand were shot today. No, you're like in the new year there was like forty nine already. Okay, <laughs> there was forty nine casualties and I think fourteen deaths or something okay. like that. Yeah. How many of those guns do you think were purchased legally? 7,000. No, I don't. I, do, I, yeah. I, I think most of them are probably fucking illegal, stolen, uh, whatever. I heard some depressing fact today about So Chicago, I don't know. You can tell me. You can tell me. Okay, Luke, you have to jump through hoops, do 10 backflips, wait a year and a half to get a gun. And <laughs> this is the law now. <laughs> And I say, okay, I'm a law-abiding citizen. This is yeah, what I'm going to do. You had and me till backflips. And then some beat-off uh, gangbanger, 17-year-old kid's going to go to some place where you know they tell him to go, and he's going to give a guy 100 bucks, and he's going to get a handgun, and he's going to shoot people because that's cool or whatever. He's got to get into the gang or whatever he's got to do or this guy disrespected him or whatever they fucking shoot each other over. It's ridiculous. And... So is it going to have any serious impact? Do I think guns are a problem? I think guns in the hands of idiots are a serious problem. I think our president is kind of a hypocrite because he fucking handed guns to drug lords to try to catch them. Assault weapons. Oh, is that the uh, Fast and, then and Furious fucked that up yeah. And then blame the ATF when the ATF was the one that blew the whistle on him. And I'm like, that is so hypocritical because you were the one passing guns out, you Dickhead, <laughs> and it, it it kills me. So you'd agree it just that kills me. You'd agree that presidents that handing out is, weapons to uh, he goes people. up and cries about Sandy Hook, and I'm when, okay with that. When the dude that got that used the gun got him illegally, 
I'm okay with him crying about he that. He stole the guns. You don't think his, his tears are legitimate? No, I think he's a fucking cocksucker. Right, well, besides him being a cocksucker, you don't think he was legitimate? No, I don't think. I think he's a fucking politician that is is trying to portray this. Do you think Obama? This is the same man yep. who said how how horrible it was that some dude got his head cut off and went straight from that to the golf course. Tell me that he gives a fuck about the things he does. And I'm not talking about he's got to shut down his life and the guy can't play golf and whatever. I'm talking about just a little bit of... I honestly believe that. That's like if I went to Amy's Amy's uh, grandpa's funeral and then I went golfing immediately from there. That's what that tells me. It's about respect. It's about taking an hour and not appearing like you don't give a fuck. I, I don't know about all that, man, but I will say this. I thought his tears were genuine. Oh, I mean, did, wait, do you think he can cry on command? He's that, I, good, he's that good of a sociopath? Do, uh, you think, it takes a sociopath to cry on command? I think so. I know so. a lot of actors that cry on command. Well, most actors are sociopaths. Just proving my Touché. point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I think he got himself worked up and he thought he was saying something that... But he doesn't. Do you think he sits out at home and cries about Sandy Hook? I'm sure he's cried about a lot of fucking things. If I was the he president, cry about his president. If I was the president, I would fucking cry almost every day about all the terrible shit that happens. Dude, and then yeah, everyone, point, you got ha- he, you got half the people that have your back, but when something goes wrong, they'll fucking flip you off. And you got half the people that hate you in the first place. And when even when you do something that people would consider right, even on your side, you got the other half of the people calling you a fuck up. So, I mean, there's a no-win situation being the president of this country, Republican or Democrat. I think that if you are a president that generally makes good decisions and is a good leader. He's making good decisions for his party. I think he's a good Democrat. Sure, he's a wonderful Democrat. So I'm a Democrat. I'm agreeing with half the decisions that he's making, not all of them. But half the country isn't Democrat. Half the country, I'd say, is Democrat. I, half, that's, that's not fair. 30% of the country is Democrat. 30% of the country is Republican. And you got 33% of the people that really just want to go to work and eat their McDonald's and not give a fuck about what's going on. I think your numbers are off, but that's fine. The point is, a lot of the country isn't in his political affiliation. And a great president will bring those sides together. There's always going to be infighting. But a great, I mean, think, think about something. Who was the last great president? In my mind, great? Oh, no, no, in your mind, let's just say the last, that fits your criteria. I who think, brought everybody together? I think, I think fucking Reagan was a great leader. Oh. I think, and go back before him. I don't think he brought everyone together. I think he was a great leader. He people fucking believed in Reagan, even Democrats. A lot of them, uh, like Reagan. Leader or not, he did not bring people together. Reagan's got a lot of fucking baggage that uh, people on the left absolutely hate. That they I mean, start to dig up now. That they look back and go, "Oh, Reagan." He was for Give amnesty. So. People liked Reagan. He his popularity was through the fucking roof. Mm. Yeah, that's debatable. Go back. <laughs> you debate it now. Go back. All right. I don't have I numbers was, in front of me. I but... was actually like at an age where I could watch Reagan and see what he was doing. Yeah, and you see got a hard on for Reagan. You do. I like Reagan. He was a great president. I, I don't um, think he fits before your him. Yeah. Probably. Well, we had Carter. Fuck no. Ford. Fuck no. Uh, Nixon. Nixon. Fuck no. Yeah. Um. 
I don't even think you could say Kennedy. Uh, Kennedy was a pretty damn good president. He he fucking responded in a in a <laughs> some pretty harsh times. But um, I, I, made I, some mistakes. Uh, help civil rights. But fuck Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> that makes him a great president. Oh, dude. That's um, You know, Roosevelt was a great president. He was a Democrat. I, well, I, I think, think he was a great I president. I think FDR might be the last no. president that, regardless of political affiliation, I think the entire country rallied behind. Because we were in a world war. And I think that kind of helped the situation. Oh, the dogs are going out. I mean, you were. When were you born? 79. So, okay, so you yeah. basically missed his entire presidency. Yeah. I don't, I, the stuff I know about Reagan is from Alex P. Keaton of Family Ties. We actually studied Reagan a lot in school. And I'm not saying the guy was perfect. No president is perfect. Um, it just kills me some of the people that bring up like, oh, he did this. I'm like, okay, but he did. I mean, he, he basically ruled us in a time when, I mean, we could have gone to fucking nuclear war. Against, you could say the same thing about Kennedy, and you know, oh, Kennedy did a good job. Yeah. But there was a there was some pretty, you know, they invaded the Russians invaded Afghanistan, and yeah. and there was a there was a lot of push for him to go in there, and just I mean, the guy was the guy was a you heart Reagan. I just think the guy was a, a a class act. I think he was a good leader. I think he knew when to be strong. I think he was a. a Knew when to be soft and caring, and he wasn't perfect, made some bad decisions, but in the end, I think he was a great president. I think Kennedy was a pretty damn good president. I think Roosevelt was a pretty damn good... I I certainly don't think that Obama's a great president. I don't think that... I don't think he's a great president either. I don't think that either. Bush think was he, a great president. I, think I don't Obama's think other Bush president. was a great... I, of course you, you do. You have to. It's the party rule. No, it's not. No, I would never say that. Oh, Obama's made a ton of fucking narcissistic mistakes, and I think he's pig-headed and full of himself. But to say a president can't genuinely fucking cry when he thinks of a six-year-old kid getting killed, that, I don't think that's, that that's a, a ridiculous can't notion. Genuinely so. cry? I think that Obama was fucking the, the fucking fake crying. I don't think he's fake crying. You don't, you know that that's the thing that kills me. Like, why do you why do you have so much disdain that you think the man would fake crying over murdered children? How's that disdain? You think he's fucking faking crying? Yeah, that's not disdain. That's me thinking he's faking crying. So you would think that he's got no heart whatsoever. He's the Grinch. Oh no, I think he think I think he cares about a lot of shit. It just has to, a lot to do with him. I, I you don't just what for a photo op? Is that what it was about? The narcissism I think, I think was so was strong. The, he's like, I got to work up some was, tears so I, I can get on the cover of the, another magazine. I need to. Uh, I need to sell this. Like it's very important to me. Really? That's yeah. what you, oh, you, yeah. you you that's what you get out of that? I did not all I got. I, I went I looked at it, he's doing his thing, he's wiping it, and I went, That's such bullshit. That's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm like, Wow. He's not he's not fucky. Seriously, he chose that moment to cry. He probably went over that speech a hundred times. He probably fucking has talked about this shit. I'm not saying the guy's void of emotion. That's what you're saying, dude. I'm not saying Come on! You how, is, said he, how is me saying he's fake crying at that moment that he's void of emotion? Because that's something very, very hard to not even like think about. It didn't happen to. yesterday. It happened like five years ago, dude. Have you not just swelled up on tears thinking about an old moment of your life at one point, just one time in your life? Like, oh, that was a shitty moment. Oh fuck, I got a tear coming up. Years later, my life. Yeah, yours. Yeah, my life. Yeah, 
Sure. So was that his life? You can't... Oh, dude, he was the president during so many school massacres and everything. You don't think one of those tears is genuine. You just think it's play for the cameras. That's what amazes that me. That moment, I think it was play for the cameras. That's what amazes me because so many people think that. Like, my God. I, let me look at it this way. He's that much of an actor. That moment, if it happened in the moment, mm-hmm. like when it happened originally, and and he shed a tear... Then I say, okay. I've seen his I have voice cracked of... several times in newscasts and everything. Because he's a pussy. See, that's but, what uh... that's it. You would have been called soft by Fox News. Like, oh, look at him. He's fucking crying. They're no, just dead kids. If, it, if, if his, if his vo- you know, voice cracks in the moment when he's talking about something like that, I say, yeah, yeah that's probably some emotion coming out. Um, I think that his emotion when they got bin Laden, I think, was very genuine. There was very, there was a proud sort of like, you know, we we rose to the challenge type thing. There was emotion behind that, but a planned speech in introducing gun legislate, not even legislation, an executive order that you that he wanted. And if those tears could help sell it a little bit, wow. you're goddamn right. I think he fucking faked it because it wasn't. It, there was. It was not. It was not. It, it, tears come from, uh, you know, a, a great moment. Or a great emotion that happens that overcomes you. Are they coming to your toe? No, this was no. planned. It was a planned speech. I, yeah, well, planned speeches doesn't necessarily mean. To, I, dude, I had to give speeches where I started like choking up just because you can call me a pussy all you want. But my God, dude, like that's the problem. Like no matter what this dude that's does, yes, I think so. Even in a moment like that. Like you could disagree with the policy, you could disagree with them coming up with an executive order. No, no. Here's my point. Here's my point. You can disagree with them all you want, but the second you start saying he's fucking acting on his tears, that means you like you. So I can't think that he's he's not a genuine person. You're not the only one that thinks this. You had so many people say, "Oh, look at he's acting on his crying. He's obviously faking." And to sell what? Because it's an executive order. He doesn't have to sell anything. He could have done it in a back room. You know, somebody was writing about, oh, I can't believe the speech was 30 minutes long. I was like, what? It's a speech. Presidents give speeches. That's what they're good. Ronnie Reagan gave great speeches. He was a good speech. So I'm just saying, that's what they fucking do. Now, if you start crying in the middle of a speech, it blows my mind that I can't comprehend why that is the, that's the emotion you get, or that's the final verdict that you get based on that like oh it blows my mind it it's blows so my fake. mind that that's what you're focusing on no it is amazing with this to whole me. thing it is amazing to me this whole thing is this this is what is is no, we talked about the actual thing i think it was kind of a sort of do nothing but uh, maybe it helps a little i think bit. that i think that so he, he if 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 you said if, if a president i liked was fake crying and fa- i'd be like that's fake crying <laughs> And and it's you know what? And it's fucking genius because there's so many fucking people that are you don't think that he walked off and his people were like, Oh, those tears they clinched it, that clinched it, that's awesome. I seriously know. I don't Oh, come on. I you're don't. then you're 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 naive you can because naive politicians all you want. there's all politicians I, and it's all about selling it. I, I believe it's all about it's all about selling it to the people. I believe there's always that uh, here's thing here's, that you got to give a great speech. Here's to my give a, here's my whole my whole thing about politics. Okay, he's not running I've for got, a third term. I've got this baseball that All I'm right. holding right here. All right, okay, he's going to executive order himself a third term. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put this out there for the American people, this baseball. Okay. Ah, but the baseball's a little ragged. Okay, so let me, I'm going to color in that spot. I'm going to get my tears Okay, and then, uh, well, I got it. We got to get this through, so I'm going to attach this coaster with the baseballs. Got to go through. Okay, and then I got to, I got to, oh, half the people don't like baseball. Well, you know what? I'm going to put a different camera angle on it, and I'm going to call it a softball because those people like softball. Okay, and then I'm going to push this through, and I'm going to present it to the American people. And now it doesn't really look like a good baseball anymore. It looks kind of like a eh, kind of a beat up baseball pile of shit. But I got to present it to you. So how can I make it look good to you guys? Well, I'm going to I'm going to use some fancy words, and I'm going to I'm going to say some things that are yeah, marginally true and sort of true if you think about it this way. And I'm going, but it, I'm going to present it to you. And I have this thing that maybe is not so great. But if I present it to you right, and I give you a good speech, and maybe I, oh, fuck, I'm at a tear. That's politics. That's their politicians. He's there to sell you on his fucking idea. Well, again, I, I, I get you, and I will agree to a certain extent that politicians have to sell the public on their ideas and viewpoints and stuff like that. But the dude's passing an executive order. He's not running for a third term. To think uh, that the guy yeah. has zero, zero emotion, but where you he can't you, actually cry over you've the You've actually death of called children. him a narcissist. Of course. Okay. So I'm a narcissist. You're so, a narcissist. No, narcissist is someone who focuses solely on themselves. All right. Well, can you be a partial narcissist? Because that's what he is. He's right? a he's a big time narcissist. All politicians have to be narcissists to a point. But yes. the, there's a. But the point is Obama's opinion of himself overshadows very often his his what his opinion is of other people and what he should be doing with his job and i think that obama yes he's passing an executive order but he also wants to be supported in this executive order he has sure. to be supported or he, they're going to be there's going to be and i think that's my point he was going to get that support no matter what because there are it. people that 20% of the country will blindly follow no matter what. Just like on the other side, there's 20% of those idiots that are going to blindly follow they, they Donald already, Trump no matter what he says. Oh, uh, Donald Trump. Ah. This, they took a poll for this. 77% of the people are in favor of this. I don't know what the poll entailed. It could have been 1,000 people they polled. It doesn't have to necessarily be accurate. But that was, was in a CBS report, I believe. So... If you're telling me he had to sell that to get 77% of the people to support him by throwing in a tear, it's I think not that's about so, absolutely It's ridiculous. not about supporting <clears throat> supporting that thing because whatever poll they took the the 100 people that they surveyed whatever. um to to decide that 77% so either, so, of the yeah. country supports whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's like saying Trump's got 63% of the vote right now. Yeah. It's like no. Um but it, it it's about supporting him. It's about supporting his actions. It's about supporting his thing. You know, I I'm I told you I I don't think more gun control is a bad thing. Hmm. Um, but what I don't support is him doing this. And if he wins someone like this over someone like me over by you know oh you know I'm not a big fan of him you know sort of sidestepping how laws are made. Holy but shit. that was my stomach. He really cares about this. Well, you know I. I, mean, I would re- I, I, I would have respected him more if he said if he went up there and just said I think we need gun control I think it's an immediate need I think there's a, a national security 
uh, whatever. Kind of paraphrasing him. He did say that. I mean, um, it's just not exact terms. So and didn't fucking cry like a bitch. Then <laughs> I would have respected him more. Wait, he fake cried like a bitch, as far as you're concerned. So yeah, that's even worse. What do we got left? I, we're breaking format today because this was an impromptu recording. Um, I didn't have time for writing up Doctor Luke. Uh, you did all day. I, no, I didn't. I really didn't. I got out of work at six thirty. Played with a daughter and came right here. So. Because I missed you. You want to hear? Uh, I got a I got a news story. Oh yeah, go ahead. This could be the start of our. You know, you're better than somebody. Yeah, yeah, that was the big thing that we were going to start this year. Yeah. Oh, that made me so excited. Yeah, you know, you're um, better than. <laughs> wait, how, how? What's the name of the the bit? You know, you're better than somebody. Okay, you know, you're better than somebody. Um, right. <clears throat> teacher <laughs> and. <laughs> He's a teacher at Hersher High School, wrestling coach. Okay. At a tournament, overnight tournament. Uh, he's an ex-Marine. Okay. Uh, grabbed the boobs of the stack girl, grabbed her butt, <laughs> pulled her pants, like six girls, pulled the pants back to show, expose their underwear, like yanked it down. Um, then at one point told one of the wrestlers that he just wanted to kill somebody and told another guy that he was going to rip his larynx out. Was arrested for all of these acts this uh, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a picture of him <laughs> in a frame over there because I coached him as a little kid. No fucking way. Yep. Uh, so what you're saying <laughs> is that this is partially your fault. <laughs> No, no, no. It's his father's fault. His father was a strange bird. So, how old? He's 29. He did all these things in one night? Yep. How did he get to the sixth Oh, girl? and he gave him booze. Because, you know... You got to read the articles. I, I, holy I shit. Yeah, he was making his way through. So, he shops at Walmart. It's where... <laughs> <laughs> I looked at this picture. I was at the gym, and I looked at the patch came up, and I said, that looks like David Murph. And then I looked at the article, and I'm like, that is David Murphy. Oh, I'm shit. I'm like, wow. Oh, man. Well, Yeah, it's sad because growing up, he was like a quiet kid, just a, you know, and he went into the Marines, and his his father was this very... I, I, hard <laughs> to describe, just very loud... <laughs> Kind of obnoxious. All right. Well, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, we have our typical title card with uh, us both looking off into the distances. Would it be appropriate to replace the title card with his face? Um, no, or is I that, is that, that a little too much? Just leave him alone. <laughs> the fact that I even brought it up. <laughs> well... Mr. David Murphy. There will be. There will we, be. Uh, we know we're better than you. Yeah. <laughs> there will be more. I mean, I'd hold. If you watch that uh, making of a murderer, you know you're better than everyone on that fucking thing. <laughs> you should see the fucking. They, I, it's like the hair, like 1978 came and then it just stopped time. <laughs> I'm gonna look all that up. Well, we got. There are no dentists in Wisconsin. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta come up with a format for us to record as regular on a weekly basis as possible. Because uh, I enjoy doing the show so much, and we unfortunately I've only got like a couple shows in the last couple months, which is sad. But uh, 
we're going to make it work out. Um, uh, we got a lot of material. We're going to bring back other bits uh, like um, more Dr. Luke. I'm creating the first all Dr. Luke special. So you're going to hear the best of Dr. Luke very soon. There's an all Dr. Luke. Oh, it's, it's going to be. Gonna be yeah, it's a clip show. So we're going to have. Oh, I thought you were just going to have a full Dr. Luke episode. I, well, we can actually do a brand new Dr. Luke episode if you want with all new questions. I can make sure that's arranged. But uh, we've got a clip show coming out, all Dr. Luke. And uh, we have the best of 2015 show coming out. It's going to be awesome. Did we do a best of 2014? Yes, we did. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. You're it, a narcissist, it, it, too. Uh, fuck yeah. Nick Bama. <laughs> Let me be clear. Um, Wait, see, cry. what else? You got to cry. We got... Uh, oh, I'm wiping my tears. There you go. <laughs> Dead children. What else we got coming up? Oh, yeah. The Dos Drunks New Year's episode. The big Star Wars special for the Disease Network. Oh. Uh, that's what we, we that's didn't what, even talk about Star Wars. We didn't talk about Star Wars. Uh, we've had everybody talk about Star Wars except for you because we've been apart so long. So that was that's how we'll uh, end, wrap the sucker up. What the fuck did you think about Star Wars, man? It was good. Good. We had a uh, couple questions that we were asking, um, like liked it or loved it, because you said it was good. Liked it. Liked it. Not in the love category. No. I think everyone's in the love category except for Brendan, and Rodney is in the almost to the point where he he didn't like it. No. So he's no. He's, I thought it was hey, good. I, just don't, I don't fall all over myself for it. I thought it yeah. was good. Uh, nitpicks for the movie. Obviously, spoilers, but I mean, by this point, if you it, haven't seen it, you it, suck. It's raked in one point five billion dollars. Just moved into fourth place all time. Just beat Avatar for domestic gross. So yeah, this movie's gonna um, be around for a while. Nitpicks. Uh, Worst Star Wars ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been a while since we saw it because I had a couple things that that kind of bothered. You know, you know what bothered me is that I felt like they tried to jam two movies into one. And it's a long fucking movie. It's two and a um, half hours. Because it was like we had all this this time leading up introducing the characters and here doing this and here's what we're doing. And then, oh, by the way, they have this new weapon and here's where it's located. <laughs> and uh, this looks like where it's weakest. Let's attack. You, you, so you like Death Star 3.0? I I just felt like they they it was so like the light oh we got ten minutes left let's attack this thing yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean and let's send in three guys and we will this seems to be where we could plan our charges and there's no guards and no defenses and <laughs> so everyone's nitpicks are pretty much the same like what the fuck Another it was just start, it just yeah. felt like they they like rushed to the end like oh we gotta get there gotta go okay go what did you like um I like that the stormtroopers can now hit things. <laughs> Um, these were brutal. These are Nazi stormtroopers, man. A bunch of Hitler I youth like that they they gave the background of the stormtrooper. Yep. How they were. Uh, I really dug how they sort of. Uh, um, they were they were bad. Yeah, you know, in the, the past, whole village the at the first scene, you're like Holy the stormtroopers shit. were just like you know these oafs. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, how are you guys ruling the fucking galaxy? Seriously, with <laughs> yeah. these with these these guys retards. came across as vicious. Yeah, yeah. so that that was kind of cool. Um, I I I like the whole uh, Kylo Ren thing. I think that if he was if he was that big of a badass, um, that stormtrooper wouldn't have lasted that long with that lightsaber. I mean, he should have basically fuck fucked him up. In oh yeah, well, I think seconds. everyone's like the the Finn character. 
the black stormtroopers, everyone calls him. Like, yeah, he he, but he did get his ass kicked by him. So, and then the, the but he chick injured took him. Over. You're telling me Luke Skywalker would ever get injured by a stormtrooper with a lightsaber? Uh, no. <laughs> um, the lead, I, so Daisy Ridley. What do you think of her? She was good. I enjoyed her thoroughly. I thought she was good. She's a yeah. good. She's a good character to keep keep on keeping on. Yeah. Um. I kind of thought it was kind of cool that the Millennium Falcon was just like abandoned on this planet. Yeah. Um. So for fucking cheat over there? it. Yeah. Fuck. Who else is there? I Carrie Fisher? Uh, <laughs> like, if I was seeing the movie for the first time, I would have been like, "Is that that's Carrie Fisher?" Yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, if I didn't know, I'd be like, "Really?" She did. She did a little bit of Botox or something. Going um, on, which know. is fine. I don't, you know, I oh, don't yeah. care what she looks like. It just kind of caught me off guard. I was I'd like, still oh, Jesus. bang her on principle alone. Uh, <laughs> you were a princess once. <laughs> she looks like a fucking hobbit. Dude. Um, <laughs> Um, but I, you know, I thought it was overall it was good. I dug um, trying to get through the fucking characters in my head. You got Poe, who is the guy that uh, was flew the black uh, X-wing fighter. Yeah, he felt like a character of convenience to me. Mm, well, you got uh, you got a cool black X-wing. Um, <laughs> I want that toy. I uh, Christmas list. I'm trying to think what else. Who else was involved? Uh, you got uh, Harrison Ford. What did you think of him? Oh, he's yeah. great. You know, I, I, Hans I, I, I got booed uh, amongst the group. Uh, I said, you know what? I could see him getting a supporting actor Oscar nod for this one because I haven't seen no, him any, in anything not. that good in a long time. No, he's not. Hey. It doesn't take much acting to do that. That's what, that's what the response Getting I pretty much break. got everywhere. Well, speaking of reboots, I guess uh, Creed just came out, the Rocky uh, I heard that was good. I heard it was incredible. And I hate and, the term reboot. Uh, well, I guess it's not even a reboot, but it's the same story. So let's just call it uh, Star a Wars sequel. Two, <laughs> Force Awakens 2.0. Because it's not a sequel to Rocky, but he's in it. So I guess it, it's a, it's a, it's a sequel. sequel. It's part of the series, right? Yeah. But uh, they're, they're seriously talking about Sylvester Stallone getting a supporting actor Oscar nomination for this. So I didn't see it yet, but... Well, he won, a, he, won a, he won an Oscar for... Uh, screenplay in the original. Yeah, for And sure. director, didn't he? Yes, he did. I think he got the screenplay in the best picture. Yeah. Yeah, so. So. Who knows, man? Who knows? I, it's the year of. Stallone is shit. the master of just regurgitating the same shit. That's he so, just is Rambo and his. He's got to accept that he's old. He's not. Excuse me. He's not going to play Rambo anymore. He actually announced that the other day. Oh, he really? He absolutely Thanks a lot for that. Yeah, good job. Good sly. Thanks. <laughs> you could have done that, that 15, 20 years ago and made yeah. that announcement. Uh, I guess to wrap up, man. So they, most people liked, everyone liked Star Wars. Everyone liked Star Wars. Rodney was uh, the lone. Why didn't he like it? Uh, his nitpicks were through the roof. But, I, you know. Not enough Hispanic characters? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he just, he, he went did on you and on hear, about Oh, it. my God. So did you hear, did you hear the fucking broad? I think it was on MSNBC. That said that Star Wars is racist because Darth Vader's all black, and when in the end, when he's good, he takes off his mask and he's a white guy. That's that's from Chasing Amy. That was like the exact same she comedy scene. Said that I didn't. I don't remember Chasing Amy. I saw it. But, all right, just real quick. There's like a Black Panther scene, air. and he's like saying Darth Vader was the biggest blackest brother in the galaxy. And what happens? You take his hat off, and he's a weak old white man. And she <laughs> talked. And she. 
Oh, she went, and she was dead serious when she said it. And I remember I heard this, and I, I found the clip, and I went, oh, God. Really? And you're talking about digging for it. Any any uh, thoughts on the 2015 as a whole, as far as what you uh, liked, didn't like, stories you dug, stories you hated? Oh, fuck, you're... Yeah, you're you're Wrapping slapping me with a. Yeah. What do you think of 2015? Hey, well, as far as our uh, our show is concerned, like any um, favorite moment? You remember this shit? I don't. You'll I really be like, do. oh, that was episode 61. I got to be honest with you. One of my favorite moments is still you reading the the Superman origin, and uh, I'm probably gonna put that in right now because that the Superman origin. Yeah, when we uh, did their show, quote oh. unquote, that still. Is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard, and I've listened to it multiple times. I... Moving on to comic book cliff notes, we have Adam explaining the origins of the granddaddy of all the superheroes, Superman. He's going to read a uh, fictional character biography for everyone out there. So if you're unfamiliar with Superman, uh, this is the true origin. Okay. All right. Today on comic book cliff notes here on Oops, I Did It Again. Uh, we'll be discussing what is argued to be the first superhero. We are going to talk about the one and only Superman, as as was uh, so clearly uh, leaked by the host here. Created by Jerry Spiegelman and Joe Cocker, who gets by with a little help from his friends in 1938. Superman made his debut in Marvel Comics number 1. The story tells the origins of an alien boy whose planet Kryptonite uh, is blown up and he is sent to Earth as a baby in order to take over the planet. Since babies can't do anything, his plans are stalled and he is adopted by Pa and Ma Kent and grows up in small town where he bangs cheerleaders for playing football well. Um, this all he, seems accurate. I can only assume that Superman was good in bed. Uh, he adopts the name Clark Wayne after Pa and Ma Kent are killed in the alley by arch nemesis the joker he becomes a reporter for the daily bugle and disguises himself as a mild-mannered blogger superman's powers come from the sun during a solar eclipse he is fucked (laughs) villains have not yet have not figured this out yet not much happened between 1938 and the early 90s at one point he got a dog superman proved to be popular for many years so in a bold move dc uh, decided to kill him in 1992 to anger people with money. In Superman issue 75, they depict the hero riding a horse and falling off and snapping his neck. <laughs> nice. All, all accurate. <laughs> this story took two years to tell. It's important to note, this isn't in the script, but it's important to note that his wife was then hailed as a hero <laughs> because her husband was paralyzed. Um, that's important to note. That's Hollywood. Uh, in another bold move, they killed Pa Kent with a tornado, which gave Superman a political <laughs> angle to further issues where he bitches about climate change. But we do not talk, about, not politics. talk about politics. We do not talk about politics on this show. Uh, politics. Superman's uh, arch nemesis now is President Barack Obama. <laughs> also, again, not on the script, but I added that. Um on a comic book power scale of 1 to 100, Superman is Alien Jesus. His only weaknesses are Carbonite and, of course, the aforementioned horses. Superman would most famously be depicted by Brandon Roth on the big screen movie Iron Man 2. This has been a comic book Cliff Notes, the Superman edition, 
You've just been schooled. Booyah. <laughs> Booyah. I never knew all of that about him. That's some wonderful information. I think our biggest moment was when we started doing the Russian Jonah. <laughs> That's I've laughed, haven't laughed that hard in a long time. I'm going to have to throw that in right here. It's not the same thing. What I'm saying is like... Russia gave him a puppy. Right. Nobody cares. <laughs> His puppy. <laughs> His Have you heard thing. of Jonah? <laughs> <laughs> he prays for pears. Is <laughs> very popular in Russia. <laughs> He's doing sketch comedy. It's very funny. This dog named Mox. <laughs> What if the dog's name was Jonah? <laughs> and again, he's going, what the fuck? He get drunk and collapse in street, end up in Very Gulag <laughs> in he's, Siberia. He's French, they like the Jerry Lewis. They like Jonah, too. <laughs> <laughs> we embrace your Mickey Mouse and your Jonah. What is... What is... What does noise Jonah make when he wake up? <laughs> oh, this! Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see all the French just laughing at him. Oh, oh, oh. He is hilarious. The pain is gone. <laughs> Why does Jonah's dog still jump on you when you come through the door? Bunch of French people in the theater watching Jonah. With oh, my oh, oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> the pain is gone. The pain is gone. So I like his confirmation <laughs> name, Hannah Montana. <laughs> That's a dog's attack. Oh, okay, go so ahead. What, so what if we did? Oh, wow. What if? Why he climb wall? <laughs> Don't understand. It make no sense. The wall goes nowhere. <laughs> He's not, he's not top. He's, he, what he do? He come back down when he hit top. Yeah. <laughs> is, is the president? I don't understand. Why he wearing dress for one month? <laughs> what is this Baldrick you speak of? He is not a saint. Who is he? What does he work for? He's not a saint. He's too capitalist. Oh, we can do this forever. <laughs> so uh, yeah, go so ahead. What, so what if? <laughs> uh, I need another beer. <laughs> All right, man. Um, it was good catching up, and we got to do this again really soon. Try Sunday, maybe. Hmm? Um, you got anything else? Um, no. The Cartman, uh, where he's a. a where he's the uh, uh, psychic is on. Oh, we're going to watch na, this. Na, 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 na. Listen to all the shows on the Disease Network. Uh, um, That Just Happened, The Vag Dialogues, Dosh Drunks, uh, Something Gate, and Zimaz the Ship, You're Going to Get a Disease. Uh, also, uh, hopefully by the time you hear this episode, www.dorkcounty.com is up and running where you can also find all the shows on the Disease Network, as long with my comic strip and soon a store. Featuring all your famous uh, Luke quotes and T-shirts and shit like that. So oh, really? It's going to happen, sir. We uh, still haven't discussed the uh, winter meetings. We will. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> Just not today. Yeah. All right, brother. Uh, for Luke, this is Nick. 
Go get a disease, everybody. Later. Ah!